Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with the first Southwest Virginia Fishing Report of the Year with Matt Riley. Matt, how you doing? I'm doing good, Marvin. How are you? Uh, just trying to stay out of trouble. Was Santa Claus good to you? Um, Santa Claus was was good to us. Um, I was actually laid up on Christmas, um, but collectively we had a we had a good holiday and and got to see all our family and uh the uh little guy had a good first christmas i think too so um yeah can't complain yeah it's good stuff and you know we were talking before we started recording you will not be on the water fishing for a few days yeah we uh we got hammered yesterday um probably two inches of rain we got some snow today and last night and uh looking to get maybe another half inch of rain later this week and into the weekend um calling for some pretty brutal winter weather here too um looks like about half the next week's going to be below freezing and we've got some real heavy winds um intermittently for the next week or so um as far as i can tell so we're uh, potentially knocking back for a little bit um kind of looking forward to seasons to come and getting ready and um you know all that stuff so not a bad not a bad thing yeah and so you know as that you know high water comes down and you know you're going to have those cold temperatures which may have i guess maybe an added benefit of uh, pushing those guys into their wintering holes if they're not already there for sure but you know what does that do kind of coming out on the other side of high water on the musky front yeah so i i I very much like high water um, musky fishing. It, it just, particularly on the New River, where we've got some big, you know, big wide stretches of river where fish can kind of spread out. And um, at low water, it can be kind of tough, especially if you're working with somebody, you know, new, new musky angler or something, or you don't, can't get a 70, 80 foot cast. You know, it's kind of nice to have, uh, higher water that'll you know quote unquote push fish to the banks make them a little more predictable um just make the river a little more full um but certainly you know i I bet we see our coldest water temps here in the next week or two um of the year and that may may linger It, it depends sometimes we see that into early february sometimes don't um winters have just been a lot less predictable here recently but um colder that water is and the higher it is the more um the more averse the fish tend to be to current you know you really have to look for the you know well protected areas um partially because of you know just the fish's you know need for survival but also because you know you're uh it it helps a lot of days to go with a fish pretty slow. So if you can find, you know, very protected, um, kind of primo winter water and, and work flies real slow, um, lower in the water column, that's, uh, that's kind of the, the way to go. I tend to think. Yeah. And so from a fly front, that probably means what you're fishing slightly more buoyant flies with a lot of deer hair. So they kind of hang a little bit. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's kind of two ways you can go about it. So, um, in terms of, you know, one thing 
don't talk a lot about this. Um, a lot of, you talk about fly fishing for muskies. A lot of the fly patterns fall into, if you had to classify them like you do conventional lures, they fall into the, the glide bait, um, kind of category. It's a little bit, a little bit cliche to talk about glide flies is just, you know, most musky flies behave in a similar way. Bufords and, um, T-bones and, you know, any, any of those smaller kind of reverse hollow tide flies with a bulky head, they tend to be designed to jackknife, you know, side to side, walk the dog, kind of show a full profile. Um, and so flies, yeah, you're right with, with a lot of buoyancy, maybe a denser, um, Buford head or, or, uh, you know, just more, more butt in your, in your bucktail tied in, um, when you're hollow tying that, that'll keep a fly, you know, from sinking quickly on a sinking line and allow you to have more hang time. Um, but the other thing you can do, you know, you can also lighten up your lines, um, use less dense fly lines like the, uh, you know, an I three five, um, scientific anglers line is something I use a lot in low water. Um, or, or the, the next one up, um, just to slow your sink rate. And, um, in the conventional world, a lot of guys in the dead of winter use, um, what they call sucker baits or sucker style lures that, um, they call them pole baits too. Basically they're, um, rubber or epoxy or hard body you know, with curly tails, you know, lures that you basically just reel steady, um, close to the bottom. So another thing you could do with the fly is, uh, is go with a line that's not going to sink real fast, but it's definitely going to get a fly down there and then have one that's, uh, you know, not, uh, not super buoyant that will sink, you know, not, not on plane with the fly line, but, um, but you know, faster than, than say a big Buford or something. And then just kind of maintain like a steady, you know, steady pull retrieve with the, with a broadside shot here and there. That's another thing that you can play with. Um, but the name of the game when, uh, when things are real cold is, 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 uh, at least you're starting the day. I tend to start the day a little slower, clearer water changes that a little bit um muskies are very very comfortable in cold water so even in real real kind of basement cold water temps um if you have gin clear water which we won't for a little while um you know you don't necessarily have to fish really slow um clearer it is kind of across the board um the faster i tend to go with the qualification that if it's the dead of winter and we're dealing with you know 30 some degree water temps if uh if i'm not getting a lot of play with that you know i'm definitely going to slow down you know fairly quickly um but that's something to keep in the back of your head too yeah and so you know obviously cold water kind of slows metabolism down but you know when they're hunkered down for four or five days kind of like they will be after this water works its way out of the system are they a little bit hungrier and a little bit chasier kind of to your point maybe not you know Cold, clear water to the side yeah um they definitely can be of course they they eat plenty um 
during the during high water events too, or particularly um, during the rise, like yesterday, we probably saw uh, we did see some higher water and some dirtier water, um, and it 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 got pretty high yesterday and last night, um, and they will likely hunker down for a couple of days as things kind of drop out, um, particularly since we're going to have some kind of post frontal weather here with with high winds and sun and um but uh you know it's it's very possible um to catch fish and they definitely eat in 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 dirty very dirty water but when we do have these kind of flooding events they they definitely do kind of hunker down for a couple days and that first day where the water kind of getting you know, it's not clear. It's not like cloudy. It's just still kind of dingy, but but clearing up. Um, that that can be really good, and that that kind of transcends species. I think. Yeah, it kind of makes me think about trout fishing in that situation. Like it, like kind of right before a runoff in Montana. It's like if you can see your boots, you're pretty much good to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm thinking back a couple of years ago. Um, want to say it was early february pretty cold water um we had less than probably six inches of visibility on the river um it was rising and had just kind of peaked not uh, not as high as it did yesterday but probably around around twelve thousand or something like that and um one of my guys got a 47 and a half inch fish on a on a buford that uh that we had tied because we knew it was going to be real dark black fly um with some contrasting flash and that uh in those situations you know the dirtier the water the slower you generally want to fish particularly if it's cold um they're just they they have no problem locating food but uh but you do i think tend to want to slow it down a little bit for them uh, got it. And you know, folks, we love questions at the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us or DM us on social media. And if we use your question, I will send you some Articulate Fly swag. And we're going to enter a drawing for some cool stuff from Matt at the end of 2024. And uh, Matt, before I let you go, I know you mentioned you were going to be at the Cincinnati Fly Fishing Show. You want to let folks know about that? Yeah. Um, it's the first first Saturday in February. Um, it's a one-day show. But uh one i haven't done before um i got an invitation to go um several months ago and it uh it's looking like it's gonna be a good one a lot of you know kind of midwestern um vendors that uh i haven't necessarily met before and potentially a different market that i'm i uh typically do shows with ben so excited about that one um no talks or anything going on at that one for me um, but definitely one worth checking out if you're um, in that vicinity. Yeah, it's interesting. I know a fair number of like Western North Carolina, East Tennessee folks go up to Cincinnati because, you know, us uh, mid-Atlantic people have to understand that it's actually not a horrible drive time from Cincinnati down to our part of the world. No, I think it's going to take me a little under five hours to get there, um, which really isn't isn't too bad. I mean, it's five hours is about my drive to, to Richmond. so. It's, uh, I'm, I'm accustomed to doing that for, for shows. No, no doubt. 
Yeah. And it's funny, I'll actually be at the Bobbin and the Hood event in Michigan that weekend. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, before I uh, before I let you go, uh, Matt, you want to let folks know, and I would I would encourage people, if he's going to a show in Cincinnati and you want to fish with him, I would encourage you to reach out to him before then. But uh, you want to let folks know kind of what you've got available and how to get in touch and all that kind of good stuff? Yeah. Um, it is got a couple musky dates left before um before march um or mid-march i guess probably when i'll cut it off um planned on cutting it off earlier but the way this winter's going compared to last winter it looks like it might be a little bit later of a season um but i think i i've got a couple dozen smallmouth dates left between march and October. Um, so most of those are, um, I'd say like March, March and July, um, prime pre-spawn and, and prime summer. Um, so if any of that interests you, definitely reach out. Um, I still got some folks kicking some dates around, so it probably won't take a whole lot longer to, to fill them up, but, uh, yeah, definitely reach out. And like always, I always tell people, um, because things tend to go pretty quickly, um, always ask just because dates do come available kind of last minute or on a, on a rolling basis. And if nothing else, um, it's good to get acquainted with people and talk to new folks and figure out, um, you know, what cool adventures we can plan for the future. So if, if you're interested in anything, just give me a holler and I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, and trout fishing is always an option too, right? Trout fishing is always an option. I've got a couple of guys on deck that are that are uh, very dialed in on the mountain streams and the tailwaters that uh, that can can get you taken care of there. And I'll do some of that too. I've just gotten real busy with other stuff, um, and I'm very wary of spreading myself too thin. So, um, yeah, that's that's always good. Uh, well, there you go. Well, listen, I want to wish everyone a happy 2024, happy new year. And I hope, uh, you know, it's a little chilly right now. So go tie flies or go to a fly fishing show. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. Thanks, Marvin. Happy new year. Happy new year.